0: Hello and welcome to a Saturday edition of The Rebuild. My name is Peter Moses and joining me on the Zoom all the way from Chicago, Illinois, Dr. Gates Merriman. Hello, Gates.
1: Peter. Hey, man. Happy weekend to you. And Happy fucking weekend, listeners. my guy. We're doing it, baby. Here we
0: are. Here we are. Here we are. We Paul Rudd.gif. That's us.
1: I don't know what that is referring to. You know when
0: he's like on hot ones and he's just like, "Look at us." Who would sure. have thought? Never I'll, seen that.
1: I'll check it out later. Oh my god. I'm off. I'm not on the internet a lot. I'm not on Twitter. I'm on All
0: Twitter? right. Well, well if you're on Twitter, Twitter follow. Thing? Yeah, follow me at Danger Moses. Follow Jordan Zerm. If you're already listening to this, you're probably already following Zerm. Uh, Henry Ettinger probably has a Twitter. Good for him, Henry. Uh, you're doing great. Everybody loves you. Because on this pod, we read all the reviews, and boy, they're all loving Henry these days. Great Browns pod from Abo111. Love listening to Henry's takes. Great pod for any dog pound fan or any football fan in general. So, Henry, just keep racking up those reviews, baby.
1: It's starting to feel a little aggressive um, coming from our listeners, how focused they are on, on Henry. It's starting to yeah. feel like... A- we're being omitted, and at first it was just Henry's a new guy, but he's he's just taking it all. It kind of reminds me, remember when the, the Splash Brothers first started and it was like the coolest thing? Is was like everyone's like, yeah, Warriors, this is fun. And they hadn't been good in a long time, and then later it just got to be too much. Henry's trending in that direction, which means he's going to be a multi-time champion.
0: Yeah, Jesus, and maybe have a future ACL and Achilles tear in there as well. So just I, watch I your step, know. Henry.
1: Yeah, be careful, Henry.
0: Um, but Hey, if you need an anesthesiologist, he's in Chicago. So, uh, Oh,
1: Oh, is he really? Henry's in Chicago?
0: Listen, nothing says Cleveland fans. Like I'm moving to Chicago, baby. (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm in LA. Happy for
1: Henry. And quite frankly, I mean, this is, this week is, is almost a five day a week podcast. It's, it's all the content you want folks.
0: And you do get different content. You get, um, you know, some heady, larger thinking from Jordan Zerm You get, you know, just some brass tacks, smart analysis of games and reactions from Henry Ettinger. And then you just get two total clown faces like us shouting into the void with total nonsense once every two or three weeks.
1: Yeah, just like a big, prolonged fart right (laughs) in your ears,
0: folks. (laughs) That's right. A fart from the dog pound. That's the new name of our of our segment. (laughs) Gates, Um, how are we feeling? We're eight and fucking three, baby.
1: I, I mean, can can we enjoy this? Are we yes. not
0: enjoying this? We yeah. we can. We can yeah. fucking enjoy this. And you know what? Sunday was fucking miserable. Miserable. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting game. So frustrating. So upsetting for so many levels. And yet, pulling back, I'm so glad we're doing this pod right before the, the Titans game now. Because we did not have... Our three best defenders, and yes, I'm saying yep. Taki Taki is probably our third best defender, which is like a whole oh, other problem. Oh, taki- I
1: thought you were referring to Ronnie Harrison, who, well, who basically is available for the game.
0: Yes, first, first play, first play lands on IR, which was a bummer. And like, we have no secondary. No fucking secondary, and Anderson Deho somehow makes his first play. Anderson Deho was like a kid in right field just holding up his glove in a movie, <laughs> and yeah. the ball lands in it. That was what it felt right. like watching him break up that two point conversion,
1: which was great. And he managed to—is that where he intercepted that one, right? And yeah, well, out, out, of out of bounds. bounds yeah. not, not that it mattered, but but still, like, he still managed to do something that wasn't quite quite right—not what you're supposed to do. But good for him. I mean, that was—I guess—the difference in the game. So, yeehaw!
0: It was, yeah. Our defense played good enough. Mike Glennon was. Mike Lennon had zero fucks to give. And boy, when you have zero fucks to give, it can go one of two ways. And it, it worked out well for him for actually a little bit.
1: He looked pretty good against, again, our, our pretty terrible uh, secondary. But every now and then, you just get good quarterback play. Like, we, over the years, have gotten random spurts of good quarterback play from some of the worst quarterbacks that ever come through the NFL, I would say.
0: That's right. Shout out Jason Campbell, baby. Thinking about you.
1: Brandon Whedon had a couple games. Yeah, Jason Campbell in... Was that 2013? That was like the Josh
0: Gordon, the the Josh Gordon golden year, whatever that was. Yeah.
1: Which, hey, shout out to Josh Gordon, still trucking. He's just just can't be killed. That's right. I mean,
0: no, 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 take, no, no, ride with that.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't want to. The skin. Whatever I'm going to say, it's not going to be good. But but he uh, he's being reinstated again. It's it's the gift that just keeps on giving.
0: And also probably joining the NBA soon because they're not testing for marijuana. So God bless him, wherever you are, Thank Josh you Gordon.
1: I- but yeah, so um, Mike Lennon lit us up for a little while, but we we got through it and we won the fucking game. So I know everyone's very concerned about the quality of our wins, and I, I've had it up to
0: here. Pete, I'll tell you three. I'm going to show you three t- three things that should make you feel better. And this is not something you don't already know if you're listening to this podcast. Vegas Raiders, L.A. Rams, Arizona Cardinals, all catching L's in, in different levels of games they absolutely should have won that are absolutely imperative for them facing the playoffs. And we went down to Jacksonville and fucking won, period. Yeah. Are you telling me that we shouldn't feel better than Raiders fans who went to Atlanta and got
1: boat raced? Right, and and to jump off of that, like... You could whine all you want about it. It's not having good wins. And when we played the Steelers and the Ravens, um, we got just, just worked. But you know what? The Raiders beat the fucking Chiefs. And what good is it doing them right now? They're out of the playoffs as of right now, right? So, you know, you can have all the, the great wins that you want. But if they just kind of come as a one-off, like they, they don't really get you that far. It doesn't count for, for extra. So I'll take our eight. You know, (laughs) admittedly pretty mediocre wins. Besides the Colts, uh, Colts victory, but like we haven't, we have. Okay, so we have two kind of bad losses in that we got beat up, but they were to good teams. The Raiders game, whatever, wind, sort of a toss up. The Raiders aren't bad. Like I said, they beat the Chiefs. And the next two games in that
0: same inclement inclement weather, we won. Yeah. So going two and one in that total shit show of like lake effect weather. Yeah. It's fine. So
1: those are our our, our losses. Well, but, but what's missing from that is any bad losses. We haven't lost
0: any teams that we
1: should have beaten. I'm
0: gonna we're, I'm gonna get beating. even more specific on you. Like there hasn't been a game that's been close, other than the Raiders, where we didn't come through in a big way in a clutch moment and fucking win. And that's we've had,
1: we've had like six games that were kind of teetering on that, like. The Browns normally blow these games, and we, we just haven't blown them. We've, like, made the plays, and that's it. Like, everyone in the, who's played in the NFL says, you know, these games usually come down to, like, three or four plays, really, because even with a shitty team like Jacksonville, they're still full of NFL players. So we've Screen pass, made the
0: plays. third and 12, ball game. When does that yeah. ever happen for us? Nick Antonio
1: buries somebody, like, <laughs> six feet under the ground. Amazing. <laughs> And Nick Chubb just, and I think Nick Chubb knew exactly where the down marker was there too, because he just kind of like fell over once he got there, which is so cool about him. He's like, you know, I don't, I don't need to do anything more than this, this is a win.
0: He looked like a kid who was trying to like deflate a large balloon quickly by just, just like jumping it. on top of it and <laughs> popping it. Yeah, he
1: did. He just fell <laughs> like belly first onto the, onto Yeah, air.
0: <laughs> it's like, it felt like a toddler in like a gymnast class kind of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm with you. I think that's that's a great point. And and it comes back to, listen, all roads lead back to hot coach Kevin Stefanski. Mm. Mm. Just a tall, well, not really tall, but just a nice, smart drink of water. And, (laughs) like, I mean, he's kind of, I know I've said this before, but he does have so many Belichick qualities, but he's just, like, business casual Belichick where, like, he knows how to work a room and like he sees yeah. like he'll start everything by saying like oh great question mary Kay," or thanks so much tony and then he'll say nothing and also be critical of the person that you're trying to praise but do it wow. with a smile on his face he had, i think i almost texted you when he was talking someone was trying to be like wyatt teller's back and playing well huh and he was basically like yeah that's so awesome he has so much to improve on yeah, like yeah. welcome He's back a
1: like, lot of a lot of technique to be improved on there and but I believe he will. Yeah, he's he's
0: like I mean, second ra- I, ha- high ra- second highest yeah. rated guard in the league this year, and he's like, yeah, big big improvement needed.
1: Right, but he's like not a dick about it, like Belichick. Yeah, he's like a he's he's a little just more polished of a Belichick, which is, I mean, okay, obviously Belichick's like has won six Super Bowls. I'm not saying he is Belichick exactly, but he kind of fits the mold. He's also just like from a logistic standpoint. He's like, he's like, it's like having fucking Cisco in the room, not the rapper, the, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's organized too, but well, the, it did uh, feel
0: like we had Cisco systems when we were playing the Texans and they had Cisco, the rapper coaching because Romeo <laughs> <yeah>. Cornell. <laughs>
1: <Exactly. laughs> he's just, I mean, can you, I sometimes think about this, just given all the challenges with the, the zoom calls and having to do your entire offseason virtually, all that and still having to do a decent chunk of um, your week preparation virtually. You imagine Freddie kitchens running this show. Like he couldn't in the best of times do anything beyond the first five plays. Like it, the contrast of what Stefanski is able to do just from like pure organization is incredible. And it's, uh, and I think that's like been this this amazing edge this season because other teams just just are They don't have it.
0: There's something that I noticed about like Bruce Arians and Tom Brady beefing, where like Bruce Arians coming back has been out of it for a little bit, gonna be stuck in his ways. Like he was Bruce Arians, became Bruce Arians because he was like revolutionizing Ben Roethlisberger 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah, and like you don't like running back an old coach, unless you're Pete Carroll, doesn't really feel like it's like I like I don't know like tons of. Examples of it being wildly successful and sustainable for a long period of time. Like, right. he should be our fucking coach, God willing. Knock on wood for the next thirty thousand years. Like, like, yeah. Why yeah. would he not be our coach for the next twenty five years?
1: I he hasn't shown like, like what's what's kind of been the low point of the if like what's been the lowest point of the Stefanski regime so far? The Steelers lost anything. Yeah, I guess so, and that was just like a loss. But from the way that he's comported himself and um, seemingly prepared the team, because I didn't. The Steelers lost like I don't know what the fuck happened. But well, they're undefeated. Like like, like I'm not
0: saying that's like I'm like that's not even a bad low point. Like everybody, every one of our coaches fucking loses to the Steelers. Like get in line, bro.
1: Yeah. Um, No, Stefanski's the man, and it cannot be overstated. We're eight and three. It's a bizarre little number in parentheses to see next to our team name.
0: It feels weird to even just say it eight and three. Like that doesn't feel it's like foreign to the mouth. It's like trying to learn a new language. Like eight eight and three too, which is,
1: which is frustrating at times, but also probably one of the, like, listen, we, if, if you're upset because we're not getting enough hype, I kind of get it. But then also think about We had a lot of hype leading up to the 2019 season. Fat lot of good it did us. It's just, it's not, it's window dressing. It doesn't actually matter at all. So um, I've been thinking about that just in terms of leading up to this this Titans game tomorrow. Like, we kind of have nothing to lose here. Best case, we win the game and we get to soak in a week of national pundits being like, turns out the Browns are for real, which, which would feel great. But this is all upside here. If we lose, it's like, fuck it. We're eight and four. We're still in more or less the driver's seat with a couple easy games still coming up. A beatable Ravens team coming up. Uh Steelers team that might be resting their starters. A or Ravens team a that will team... have
0: played on its third game in 12 days.
1: Right. <sighs> Quick sidebar here on the on the Ravens, and I was texting you this, but listening to Chris Collinsworth gush about. <laughs> uh the ravens like grittiness, i guess at the end of that Steelers these game these guys they made it, it kind of close like if, if if they end up making the playoffs this might be the moment that we look at huh? it's like just shut the fuck up they're they're 6 and 5 now right and yeah. they, they were supposed to be like this juggernaut of a team they're 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 garbage at the moment they might still beat us next week but fuck it fuck them they stole still our team yeah
0: we have two more wins than them they can go fuck themselves
1: <laughs> exactly we're looking down by like a decent margin of them in the in the division right now.
0: Also, before we get to the te- the Texans game, and I think Texas. we're probably removed of it because we don't listen to, you know, 923 the fan on repeat, like some of the people listening to this pod or KNR, right. the Baker slander is unfucking believable. In a way that like, listen, and I am going to admit, I nominated Baker to be shot into the sun as soon as he missed Hollywood Higgins. It's in text message in your phone right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. After the after he missed Kareem Hunt on that uh, that pass to the flat, I, I texted like six people, go fuck yourself, Baker. Um, but I, that's a crime of passion.
0: Also, yes, crime of passion in the moment. And I think the biggest yes. difference that we want to say is like, that's in the moment, guys. You got to get the fuck out of the moment. He has not thrown a pick in four fucking games. He was 19 for 29 with two 260 and two fucking touchdowns in a victory. Like, what do you want him to do? Grow, like, five inches? I think what people want him to do is,
1: is be, people who are critical of him in this way, is, like, be Patrick Mahomes. Be, like, one of the very, very elite quarterbacks. Um, cool, but also he's like, not
0: in a system that's going to let him just go throw the ball around like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. That's not the way we're winning these games. We have a potential knock on wood hall of fame, running back doing things that no one has done in like 50 years Mm -hmm. in Nick Chubb Mm -hmm. and a former rushing champion in Kareem hunt. Like why would we want Baker to throw 40 times for 300 yards? Like your expectations are not aligned with the reality of what makes us good.
1: Yeah. Like we don't, we don't, we just don't need it right now. I mean, it would be, it would be, good i guess to have but like you said like he's not really getting the opportunity to show it and yeah i mean missing a wide open receiver is a problem but it's also not the indictment of the quarterback that a lot of people want to make it like one one bad throw like that like if you go back to week one josh allen um in their first i can't remember who they played week one i think the jets maybe but he launched a pass like a good 90 yards over his receiver's head like (laughs) every third pass
0: from Josh Allen every week. And he gets, and and that's like the part of the charm of him on a national perspective.
1: So I think we're reaching this point where the, the Baker narrative is, has like crystallized in this way that is kind of divorced from like the reality of Baker. So it's, it's like kind of no matter what Baker does, there's going to be the things that, that are focused on nationally. And I guess even locally are just going to be the, um, the kind of shortcomings instead i guess i guess the reason is we just got like fatigued by wanting baker to be the guy that he was in 2018 i don't know exactly what it what it is but um he kind of just can't like get the credit that he deserves for being again 8 and 3 this season as a starting quarterback
0: i, I don't know what people listen we know about some cleveland fans for sure like listen Some of you, some of us, are just going to be miserable fucks no matter what happens. Like, that's just, like, and you know what? Probably not even your fault because it's been 50 years of total fucking sadness. So, like, not your fault, but also, like, (laughs) can't be like, you know, you can't blame other people all the time for just being a total psychopath. (laughs) Like, Baker is eight and fucking three. And you know what? Like, he, like, he's... When he has a, like, this was a, this was a Cleveland Browns daily stat that I loved. When he has a, uh, a quarterback rating of over 70, we're 8-0. So, like, right. and, and, like, also, like, we don't have any receivers. Like, like, Jarvis is incredible, but, like, especially going into this game, Kaderil Hodge is out, Taiwan Taylor's out, um, or Tyreek Taylor? Sorry. Taylor,
1: Taylor,
0: Because then we have a... Taylor's out. Taylor. Oh, by the way, uh for deep listeners of the rebuild um the Spiroditus crack uh, crack team uh announcing team for the the Jaguars game they were like they attributed a pass to um to Harrison Bryant in like the second quarter and as soon as I was out, I was like that is Mr. Carlson how dare you Did Mr. Carlson have a catch Mr. Carlson had a great I think first down catch and they were like Mr. actually Carlson. that's Steven Carlson I was like you get this fucking damn name right that's Mister Mister Car- Steven Carlson to you, Spiroditas.
1: He's the engine that makes the whole thing go.
0: I mean, it is wild. On a side note, how much David and Joku has just dis-a-fucking-peered on this team, and I know he's like in there running routes and blocking well. I'm sure, but like, man.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, especially in an offense that's very uh, tight end heavy, uh, tight end, <laughs> tight end focused. I mean, it just shows that uh, they they just must not trust him. He made a great catch in that Bengals game, but he must just kind of. I think it's an inconsistency thing, would be my my guess. I, I don't know. Maybe it's an effort thing. I, I, I can't watch film to that extent.
0: I don't remember. And I feel like this is also growth of like trusting and loving Andrew Barry and Stefanski, but Drew Rosenhausen, because of Higgin Out, and it's like, Njoku isn't demanding to be traded. And they're just like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah. No. That's no not thanks. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, no value for him. Go fuck yourself. And he's just back on the field. <laughs> it's right, like right. very unbrownsy of us to just like kind of handle that and move on and have him just like play out the rest of the season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like kind of prove them right by showing like he's he's not he's like not worth thinking about who could we even trade him to because
0: he's he's barely like a bit player. <laughs> like, kind of sucks. Um, All right. <laughs> on to the Titans game. Uh, I feel like I don't mean. I feel
1: like we're like yelling at people and being negative. I just want. I just want like this. Okay, guys, yelling at people for being negative. Right, 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 right. But I don't want us to sound negative and yelling at people for being negative. I don't want. I don't give a shit. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Here's my point. What are you gonna do? What I I want going to to focus on. (laughs) I don't know. They might. You live at one (laughs) twenty six Fullerberg (laughs) Lane.
0: Correct. Yep. Look it up. That's where it is. That's uh, it. LA. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> God. Um. The, the thing I want people to think about is our last winning season with a winning record, not in a playoff. Our last winning record was 2007. So that was 13 years ago. So there's a chance we don't have another winning season for another 13 years. If we're just looking at the, the historic trend here so far. So if, if you're not enjoying this, what I'm telling you is, you're going to have to wait till 2033 to have another opportunity to enjoy a winning season. So just it, fucking enjoy it. It's it's good. It it it's not perfect. I don't think most seasons are are perfect for any any
0: fans of teams, but it's it's going pretty good so far, guys. We're we're eight and three. And uh, uh, and how that relates to this game too? Is it really feels like? Listen, if we win this fucking game, like. All bets are off. Like all bets yeah, are off. I'm running. True. I am running no pants, mask only down the street at one, two, three Fullerberg Lane in L.A., California. Um, like I'm gonna be like we should all be, dude, be dancing safely and socially distant in the street if we win this game. Because this game this really be... does feel like house money.
1: Exactly. Exactly. There, there's kind of. I mean, like we either just punch this team in the mouth and it's like holy shit, like. We might be better than we thought, or maybe all this is starting to come together. Maybe these flashes that Baker's been showing over the last few weeks kind of finally um, materialize into like a full performance.
0: And if not, like, eh,
1: fuck it. It's it's fine. It would be really fun to win this game.
0: They are, I think like AJ Brown is a monster. Derek Henry yes. is a monster. But other yes. than that, like their defense is susceptible. Like they took an L to the fucking Bengals. Like Right. Like they right. are they are not the jugger, the same kind of juggernaut. It is like, and this is very basic, but yes, they are very Spider Man meme, pointing at Spider Man, like of like they do the same thing we do. Like you stack yeah. if you stack Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on top of each other and put them in a trench coat, like in little rascals, like that's one Derrick yeah. Henry.
1: Exactly. And Derrick Henry's—he's like kind of reaching this like mythical status in the last couple weeks. I—I like, I feel a little bit like he's—he's he's due for maybe a little bit of a letdown.
0: And plus, really, you know what?
1: I'd rather have Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. Same. Is, is perfect. he's perfect.
0: He's perfect, and I hope he never changes.
1: He is. You knew it from the moment that that hard knocks scene where he's like just waiting at the the baggage carousel at the Air- Cleveland Airport, and some guys like. Hey man, like you play ball? What's your name? He's like Nick. <laughs> he's like, Oh, cool, cool, cool. Where do you play? He's like Georgia. He's like ah, right on. He's Good just, luck. He's just like he's like, thank yep. you. Yeah, I was like, Yep, thanks. Just grabs his bag, goes on with his business. He's
0: he's just like he's
1: I don't know. I don't know what the right word is for him, but Beautiful. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful, beautiful NFL player.
0: <laughs> he um, and he also does run again. I know I feel like I'm just parroting my listening from CBD this week, but like he does run like uh, Joe Thomas mentioned that he does kind of he is very unique because he kind of runs like in a crouch, like to I heard me, that he, kind too. Of, he kind of runs yeah. like like fucking Mario in like a Mario game, you know,
1: right? right. He runs like, his like he's upper body like thing a...
0: and he's just kind of pedaling along. Yeah. I know, like every and, time and he, he does... runs, just think of like. Oh, we're going to have to to the Mario song now. Yep. All right. It does also feel like a little bit, first of all, great to have Miles back. Hope he's healthy. Hope he's all checked out. COVID ain't no joke. Almost 300,000 dead. Pretty tight. Jeez. But like, it does feel like this game is going to be determined by can Miles do something like he's done in an insane amount of our games so far? And what is the first 20 minutes of gameplay going to look like? Because both of us, both of these teams want to get up by a a couple scores and just run the ball down your throats. But it also kind of feels like the score of this game could be 37 to 34.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And I also like the one thing that we definitely haven't shown and we've kind of shown the opposite is that uh, like a, when we really get kind of kicked in the groin early on, we don't necessarily respond too well. The the Ravens and the Steelers games were, they were both kind of over like once we got behind. And I I don't know, maybe in the Cowboys game, we came back a little bit, but that
0: was sort of a weird circumstance. I was thinking about that and the Bengals game too. We got kicked in the nuts a little bit. Oh, that's true. Okay. So I guess I'm wrong, but. No, I, um, no I, it's, a, it's a fair sentiment too. I don't think that they're also like, I think the difference is they don't have the defense to kind of like continue to stifle us for 60 minutes the way that the That's Ravens true. at the time and the Steelers currently do.
1: But they definitely have the offense and we have the lack of defense for them to like stack a couple early scores up. So if we can either just, just hang with them with our offense or I don't know, our, our defense for not being that good does weirdly make these, these plays that aren't like, I don't think indicative of the quality of our defense. Cause again, I don't think they're that good, but they get a lot of turnovers, and I it, it's been long enough that um, I think there's something more to it than just kind of fluky turnover luck.
0: Like I they, will say, they make these plays. To that point, I feel like other than, uh, was it Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. going somewhere else or getting a head coaching job, I really hope that Joe Woods and Prefer run it back with us just to have some level of consistency. Yeah. Finally I agree. would be so. Cause like, I, I think, I think it goes back to coaching like Joe Woods and Stefanski's offense. No offense. AVP is like, they're greater than the sum of their parts at times. Like we've, we've suffered uncalculable losses on both sides of the ball, like plenty of teams in the NFL, but still somehow some fucking way, maybe the adversity doesn't come in the first you know, 15, 20 minutes in every game. But we're always facing the moment of like, oh, fuck, the Washington football team is getting back in it. Or, oh, Dallas scored 37 points in the fourth quarter to cut it to a two-score game. Like, they always get to that place and, like, don't do what the Browns usually do.
1: Exactly. And that that's, like, by far the... Maybe that's why people aren't enjoying it, just because we're not, like, this doesn't... We can't recognize this team... In the way that they're winning, just by getting because so we're not close used to people edge. winning,
0: they never win. So we like forget right. that this is like, oh, yeah, winning doesn't just feel like you win, it's like, no, there's still adversity and you still want to pull your hair out, and there's still like horrible calls and like missed tackles and shit like that. Like, yeah, that also happens in winning, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, God, were there some bad calls at the end of that? that. Holy, uh, I guess shit. there's no point in relitigating the Jacksonville game any more than we have, but uh, Jesus, I don't.
0: I don't want to rush any conclusions, but I feel like Jerome Bogart was also the head line, the, the head ref in that Raiders game last year or two years ago.
1: Yeah, two years ago, right. That was Baker's, I think, second start.
0: And that was like when like Chubb was getting three carries a game and rushing for ninety seven yards. So fucking yeah, like, John Dorsey like had to trade Carlos half. Hyde in the middle of the night.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Chubb had like two carries, averaging like thirty-seven yards per carry, with two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and Hugh Jackson's like, "All right, Carlos, get out there. Nick, take a seat."
0: That should be the review of every Hugh Jackson Cleveland Browns book too. It's just like Hugh Jackson, the coach who refused to play Nick Chubb, or the, who mm-hmm. played Carlos Hyde in front of Nick Chubb for four games. Like, Unbelievable! Unfucking believable! That guy.
1: I, I mean, this game. Like a lot of people have said, it it makes me nervous because they do have a good offense and they don't make a lot of mistakes, et cetera. And I don't know how we guard um, A.J. Brown. But I don't know. It's not impossible. Like you said, the, the Bengals beat them. And their personnel wasn't much different. Um, they're missing Taylor Luan, whatever. Yeah. There's there's some some weaknesses there that we could possibly... Basically, I just don't expect that we're going to get blown out here if we do it'll be a bummer but again it kind of won't matter all that much in the grand scheme of things we just need to make the fucking playoffs for the first time since 2002 god
0: <laughs> did not have a driver's license watched no. it on my parents tv that playoff game that was older yeah. than i was <laughs> standard
1: def baby there probably wasn't high definition in 2002 as far as i remember i there was I, didn't have I, it.
0: I mean we, everyone just had rotary phones
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, it was only yep. in black and white.
1: You'd have your milk delivered in the morning.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Straight from the cow.
0: Yep. Straight. <laughs> straight from the teat, baby. Yeah.
1: Simpler <laughs> times I mean, for sure.
0: Listen, I think that like we are we're in the best position possible. Like the Steelers are ten and fucking up, or eleven and zero.
1: Yeah. And... Which is a
0: pain in the ass, by the way, because any other year
1: we'd probably be. Either leading the division or within a game of it, and go
0: figure. But I mean, I don't think the Steelers uh, are all that. Great. I don't know what happened to Bud Dupree, but
1: he tore his ACL. He, oh, he's gone.
0: Yeah, he's, so like he's that gone kind gone. of was. Listen, you don't root for anybody getting injured, but like an ugly game that the Steelers the, eked out, and their offense happened. didn't look good, but yeah. and they and they lost Bud Dupree. Like that was best case scenario for us on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, yeah. Quite frankly, it, yeah, c- couldn't have been. I mean, because I. We wanted the Ravens to lose, but the fact that the Steelers look shitty is fantastic. And they, you know, they got thinned out a little bit. Like, God forbid, they have some bad injury luck. That's kind of been it for them, I think. We've lost. Okay. Uh, we. I think we've been through this already. But on defense, our best cornerback is missing probably two to three games. Our, our possible defensive player of the year and it missed two games with fucking COVID. Um, our third best player, Ronnie Harrison, our best linebacker, maybe Taki Taki, Not saying much. At, at every spot, our best receiver, our best running back, our maybe best lineman on the offense. Our best player at each position has missed time. Besides, I guess Baker.
0: And here's the thing: or best we've never, we, yeah, we've never played the schedule game this late into the season. Usually, we're like mm-hmm. already thinking about like how are we going to get Trevor Lawrence, right? And Let's say we lose, okay? Yeah. Let's say we lose the next two weeks, and we're eight and five. Can you? Isn't that crazy? We could lose two fucking games and still be three games over five hundred.
1: Yeah, it sounds incredible. Eight and five. (laughs) I'll I'll sign up right now for eight and five.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. Wake me up in ten days. Let's go. Like I don't give a fuck. That's fine.
1: Right. Because most likely, then two weeks later, we'll be ten and five, and that sounds.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're just circling these games, and you're saying. Like a like a a Matt Barkley led New York Giants. Oh yeah, that's and, right. I forgot. That. And a Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco led New York Jets who are actively trying to go zero sixteen. Yeah. That is like, I I just you know going back to our hot coach, I just can't see him letting us lose those games. I don't think he lets this team like get ahead no. of themselves.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, these are these are good times. It it's a shame. I mean, COVID sucks for a lot of reasons. Down <laughs> far down the list, one of them is that it's it's too bad that these games at home can't be just like packed and people finally being able to just like cut loose and and also kind of show the the league and the and the country like that Browns fans are. I believe, and I know everyone thinks this, but I believe like. Kind of just a cut above. The fact that there still are Browns fans <laughs> proves that in the yes. first place. Yes. But like they're fucking lunatics, and we just haven't had anything to be all that excited about in in decades. But um, I think uh, it's a shame that the the, the Muni lot and, and the dog pound can't be chock full right now. But you know what? Probably leading into next season training camp, they'll be just balls to the wall, and it'll be fantastic because we're going to come off a, a season where we make the playoffs and. We'll end on this. If we make the playoffs, like, as long as we don't play the Chiefs in the first round, we can easily advance to the divisional round, right? Like We are okay, slated so we'll the, to play
0: the Buffalo Bills in the first round, to which I yeah. say, bring it the fuck on.
1: Yeah. Like, maybe the, the Bills could beat us, but um, that's not written in pen by any means. Like, no.
0: It's written Bills. in chalk, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Battle of Lake Erie. Oof.
0: Let's go. It's kind of sad that someone would
1: have to lose that game because it's like sort of like when we when the Indians and the Cubs played in the World Series. It's like, why why these two teams that have never had anything to really cheer about?
0: It's I mean it's well, it could be the Bills. It could be the Titans again. It feels like Mm. the Titans with that win and just kind of the way that like, you know, the Colts got depleted a little bit with with COVID and just like it does feel like Every time you look at Phillips Rivers, like, another appendage of his has, like, fallen off.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's old, man.
0: You're just like, oh, What's this thing? guy. okay. It's fine. The it Titans, just feels like you're like, yikes.
1: The Titans are being fucking... They're getting so much credit. And, you know, they, they looked really good against the Colts this week. Two weeks ago, they lost to the Colts. So, like, let's pump the brakes. I mean, they,
0: the, listen, the, I the, the, the credit is they beat the Patriots and the Ravens and were up on the chiefs last year in the AFC championship game. So like yeah, they're,
1: they're good. And I, they're fun. And Rabel
0: seems like the perfect kind of psychopath to like coach an NFL team.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, true. All right, County Gates. Gigantic.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, we'll see what happens. And I'm glad we just got to pod while we're five games over 500. That was a pleasure.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Hope, uh, hope you people enjoyed listening to this. Sorry. It was a little, it's always disjointed. It was exactly like it always is. We don't, Here's what happens. We get on. We're saying, oh, what should we talk? about? like, I don't know. We're just going to see. And that's that's what you get. Yeah, so. a
0: couple beers in. We get a little sloppy. And uh, that's yeah. a podcast.
1: But this is um, for you folks. You have something to enjoy Saturday going into Sunday. It's going to be pretty exciting. I'm going to plug, again, Freddie Do podcast. I meant to do it at the beginning so that when well, people are, are still listening, if they are. Um, it's great, though. Thanks, man. Is it? Is it are you guys – are you happy with the reception so far? Oh, yeah. Could, like, it, uh, really switch on.
0: This week it actually uh, – it got selected for Apple's News and Noteworthy. Um, oh, shit. That's so great. it's So uh, it's doing well. And we have more exciting narrative podcasts to come. So we are developing something with Haley O'Shaughnessy, formerly of The Ringer, now a Blue Wire, a Blue Wire employee.
1: Oh, is she really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, a big no f- way. She's – Super smart, super funny, and uh, her basketball show is in development right now, I can say that. So you have that to look forward to, which is nice if you fuck with the basketballs. And, uh, yeah, check out Freddie do. It's, like, as Kate said, I'm like, it's it's good. Grant Wall, total badass, and shout out to Harry Swartow, works at uh, Blue Wire, who totally crushed lead producing on it. And uh, it's just good. It's just a solid fucking pod. So enjoy it and check it out. It's a great binge. Yeah. Episode four drops... Uh, episode four drops on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that's great. It makes me glad that I wasn't a um, a sports phenomenon in in my
0: teens. <laughs> Gates, you and I were the opposite of a sports phenom. We were yeah. whatever the opposite of a sports phenom. That's what we were. Everyone was like, "We're good, thank you.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. You're good, you're, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> Try something else. Right. Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> all right pepsi great. paid us
1: not to drink pepsi yeah they were <laughs> like they
0: were like we're not even gonna include you in these commercials you were never good you were ever good you guys can you, you were yeah tab hit us up that was what it was. <laughs> all
1: right man um cool well go browns we'll see go browns Yep.